Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash iopanel. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. James, are you are you eating of an icy pop? No. This is a honey, honey pork stick. <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> it's, that's worse than an icy pop. He <laughs> should have just said yes. <laughs> the hell are you eating? Eating an icy pop. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everyone, to the newest episode of the IO panel, starring me, your primary host, Michael, then with my alternate host, number one, Mr. Evan. Evan, how you doing? Position number one, backup, five by five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doing improved, taking things to uh, an escalated level of uh, heightened sensitivity. Oh, my. Okay. Whatever all that meant. <laughs> okay. And then uh got co-host number two here, Mr. Uh, James. That's co-host A. <laughs> <laughs> co-host one and co-host A? Yeah. <laughs> one subsection B. That's right. Uh, hey, everything's fine, man. Uh, things good. Playing some games. Um, doing a little bit of this and that. Um, that's it. Having fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As, uh, as Mike said in the past, fighting the shakes, living life. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is a... Uh, we know we didn't realize we already passed our uh, 25th episode. We're actually on episode 27 now. This is episode number 27. So we're rocking and rolling with this, uh, with this show. We have, like, two, three viewers, our listeners, mm-hmm. you know? We're... We're doing big things. Yep. Big things for big people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. So, Evan, why don't you start us off with our first uh, piece of news here? First piece of news. Uh, we've talked about this guy in the past, our favorite friend, the Atlas robot from Boston Dynamics. Oh, my God. We have seen him carry boxes in a warehouse, get taunted by a guy with a hockey stick, get kicked down take a quick uh, run through the woods. But now, there have in its recent iteration, um, it can balance on one foot. So there's a... The link in the show notes has a, a longer YouTube video, but also about uh, a few second uh, clip showing just when as it falls, actually. So this... I don't know, James, do you know how much the Atlas weighs? Like 500 pounds or something? Or no, is it lighter? It's... it's uh... A large, a large man. Yeah, it's I'm a. It's sure an, we weigh more than it. <laughs> okay, yeah, it is a typical <laughs> adult male robot, and it is uh, balancing on its left foot for about thirty seconds on a plank of wood that is placed vertically. So it's it's balancing itself on about a one inch wide surface, hmm. and you can see it kind of shifting its weight back and forth a little bit. And I don't know why it ends up losing its balance, but when it does, 
it's just like a person, you know, on a curb or a balance beam or something like that. You like fold over at your, at your core, shift all your weight to one side and like rip your torso to one, one direction, you know, take your legs completely out of the equation, <laughs> use your lower back and yeah. twisting, yeah. jerking motions. Uh, you know, tries, your arms it, flail, you yeah. still fall. <laughs> yeah. It tries to save itself. Uh, and one thing they mentioned in the article is that as like a last ditch effort, it makes a couple of quick uh, foot movements also to try and sort of regain its balance, which is really impressive. Hmm. So that's it. Atlas robot version five or something. I don't know. It's coming to coming to take your gerbs. Coming coming to a nightmare near you. Yep. Was oh, it yeah. uh, twenty? 2028 Olympics Atlas Gymnastics team coming to take the gold. Hmm. I don't know about that. Predicted it. Come back to me in eight, 10 years or whatever. 12 years. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think robots are allowed to compete, but I could be wrong. Why? They're Rules not, change. They're not humans. Rules change, man. I would think only human competitors are allowed to compete. But mm. uh, what do I know, right? Yeah, well, that's, that's I mean, racist. for uh, as much as we all love American baseball, we do have the World Series. And technically, I guess a person from another country could be on a team. They're all American teams. Hardly world-renowned, you know? So expand your mind, embrace robot gymnastics, Olympics 2028, Zimbabwe, or wherever the fuck they're going to be held. Yeah. You know damn well they're not going to be in Zimbabwe. Hey, they could be. What, taking over, knocking over the government? I'm pretty well, sure yeah. the, the next Olympics are going to be in Tokyo or something. But. Yeah, they're, they're in Tokyo. Okay. Well, I'm talking about the 2028 Olympics in 12 years. Which is going to, that's going to be the winter games, isn't it? Summer. Okay, yeah, summer fucking gymnastics. That's, I know what I'm talking about. Dude, smart money says that in 2028, the Olympics as we know it will not exist. Will it all be in VR? Mm-mm. Will it be mind games? It'll be, <laughs> at some point, they will, set, mind. they will set a permanent location for the, for the Olympics. Well, yes. Or okay. they will rotate. In Zimbabwe. They got plenty of fucking space. And no money. Lots of labor. International money builds Olympic stadiums. Uh-uh. That'll be sponsored by McDonald's. Oy. Vault over the golden arches. Uh, shall we move on? Do you guys have any questions about our best friend Atlas? No? No. No. Okay. We we so, we we respect and fear you, Atlas. Yes. Um, <laughs> I for one welcome our robot overlords. Exactly. <laughs> Humbly request a uh, position in middle management in your regime. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of that, I got a. Uh, when we get down to our sci-fi section, I got a related. Uh, thing we can talk about well if it's related what are we doing 
Well, we can talk about it now if you want. Sure. All right. So I recently watched the summer blockbuster from a year and a half ago, or a year ago, called Terminator Genesis. Oh. And Terminator Ge- and Genesis is spelled all weird. Mm-hmm. Like system? Kind of, yeah. Oh, that's why. Okay. Now I, now I get it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know what? It's pretty damn good. It's pretty damn good. Summarize. So, it takes us back to the events that happened in Terminator 1. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the one with uh, Amelia Clark. Yes. And they, Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. And, um, you know, so you get to relive kind of some stuff from Terminator 1, which is kind of cool, but it kind of changes, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of flip the script, and things start going haywire immediately, and you're like, whoa, what the hell is going on? But it's good. It's good. Did you like the twist at the end? When with it the was twist? Like, when it was, like, growing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yep. Do you know who the adult version was? Do you know who that person is? Um, no. Well, I don't know his name, but he is one of the last three uh, Doctor Who characters. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was. Uh, someone was telling me something about that. Yeah. So that's so this whole conspiracy theory about that. But um, summarize. No, it's just like, oh, yeah, well, he's Doctor Who, and so he's really traveling through time, and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, okay, whatever. You know, I don't know. That's a pretty far-reach sci-fi nerds. Yeah. So, Amelia Clark, who I've never heard of, is Sarah Connor. And then John Connor is played by Jason Clark. No Mm. relation, I assume. (laughs) I believe that is correct. So do you not know who Amelia Clark is because you don't go to that side of the internet or you don't watch Game of Thrones? What's that side of the internet? I don't know, like nude pictures of Amelia Clark. I wouldn't know who Amelia Clark was to, to look okay. for them. I don't watch Game of Thrones either, but she's like Oh, is that why she's someone? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't she's know. The mother so. of dragons or something like that. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't okay. know her name, but yes, she's smoking hot. Yeah. And uh the guy uh, I don't know what else he's 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 done a couple of smaller movies, but he was also in um fucking not the Hunger Games, but the one that's like the Hunger Games. Hmm. The one with uh Divergent fucking Yes, that one. Thank you very much. <laughs> he was in the last two of those movies. Oh really? Yeah. Who does Which I think there actually have only been two, but this Jason Clark guy? Yeah. Or whatever his name is? Yeah. He was the 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 leader or the second leader of uh Dauntless. And what is that? Like the Warrior Tribe. Oh. Okay. Or the Warrior Faction. I never saw the movie, so I wouldn't okay. know. But anyway, yeah. So he he's done a few things. Hmm. Fair enough. I'd never heard of him or seen him before. When I watched the movie, I was like, who's this? Okay. To me, he's kind of chooch looking, but whatever. 
<laughs> what do I know, right? He, so he, he's an everyman kind of thing. Like they could have had me in there, you know. I was like, All no, right. no, 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 no. All right. No. You wish, buddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd have more money. <laughs> <laughs> I assume. I don't know. I'm assuming he got paid. You know, not he didn't even get paid like 40 G's, and that was it. You know, I'm assuming. <laughs> Yeah. I'm assuming he actually got paid, but who knows? Volunteer work for your resume. Uh huh. Exactly. Um. All right. Cool. So yeah. So Terminator Genesis. If you guys haven't seen it? Check it out. You know, if you like Terminator movies, you'll like this movie. There's no reason, no reason why you wouldn't. You know, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, after the the ones with Claire Danes or whatever, you know, like ten years ago. Oh yeah. Um. This is, I don't know if they're that's making term, that's, that was Terminator Three, yeah, Rise wasn't of the Machines. A, okay, wasn't there one after that also? <clears throat> yes, that's the one with uh, Batman. Yeah, Christian Bale. Okay, Christian Bale. There you go. That was that one wasn't bad either, honestly. I think other than the originals, um, the Terminator Genesis is by far the best of any that's made. You know, in the last twenty years. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you could be right because it's it has it's more the feel of those, right? Of those original two than these other than the other ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. No, see, and it's funny because I had heard that this movie was shit, so I never saw it. Well, don't listen to anyone who tells you anything's bad. Be your own judge. <laughs> there you go. Live your damn life. Exactly. Now, before we go any further, um, I meant to I meant to mention this earlier in the intro. Uh, I just want to mention today we're recording on September the 11th, so just want to mention and acknowledge that today, you know, is a national day of of mourning and remembrance and all that. Um, in our area, we're in the D.C. area. There's a memorial at the Pentagon. That is open to the public, and it's open to the public uh, seven days a week. So you can pretty much go there whenever you feel like. And uh, they have a the memorial. It's just called the Pentagon Memorial, and it's to um, commemorate the people. Not commemorate, but, you know, <clears throat> mourn the people who died who were both in the building and on the airplane that crashed into the building. And the building that had no airplane crash into it, but still fell. Tower 7 conspiracy confirmed. Oh, <laughs> oh here we go. We're going to get an email or two. No. Um, I seriously doubt that. <laughs> Miracle Mattress is getting all our emails. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So, yeah. yeah, we will mention that uh, in a little bit here. We'll talk about that further because that's a good one, too. But um, anyway, yep, just wanted to mention that. Um, so, oh, and Evan, wasn't it? What, what, were, what were you telling us in About Europe? What? Something. Oh yeah. So they uh, they do well. This is unconfirmed because I didn't Google anything for like five seconds. But since <laughs> in in basically everywhere else except the United States, the date format is day day month year. So nine eleven there would be November eleventh, which is 
supposedly the day the Berlin Wall. It'll be November ninth. Yes, November ninth. You are correct. Can you confirm? Um, let's see here. What year would that have been? Uh, eighty-four or something. Eighty. Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. Cold War. Fall of the Berlin Berlin Wall. Yep. Memorize. That's that is correct. All right. So we got a. Depending on where you live, we have a double remembrance. Except that wouldn't wouldn't make any sense because it's September right now. But two for Tuesdays. (laughs) Well, (laughs) but but sure. If you if you just say nine eleven twenty sixteen. Then, depending on where you live, it means two different things. Right, right. Okay. Yep. Good times. S- sounds good. So, next up in our news here. Mm-hmm. The next two can sort of be bundled with uh, news and sci-fi. Ooh. So, sort. I mean, you know, it might be a little bit of a stretch, but I see this futurism.com. How come I've never been to this website? I have no idea. Oh my! You, uh, you would love it, my friend. I'm sure I would. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. So, the first article. Well, the next article I like to talk about is a uh, on the topic of comas. So recently, a who doesn't 25- like being in a coma? Am I right? Right. <laughs> Fucking all the vegetables you want, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Where's uh, where's James? Is he not? Where, where's right the laugh here. track? Is he not picking up on this? Like, what's going on? Right here. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I got picking sucked. up what we're putting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got sucked into something else. Okay, I was, I was on the I was on the fappening, looking oh, at uh, <laughs> Amelia Clark. Thank Amelia you, Amelia Clark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks, Evan. Links in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, anyways, a uh, a 25 year old man has recently been brought out of a coma using a new technique. Uh, using ultrasound. So in general, if you even come out of a coma, there's still pretty high risks of being in a minimally conscious state or a vegetative state or some, uh, they call it a disorder of consciousness, Hmm. which sounds better than fucked up in the head. I don't know. Um, So this gentleman recently underwent treatment at the UCLA uh, medical school or medical facility. And with this new technique, they used ultrasound waves to stimulate uh, neurons, uh, activity of neurons in the thalamus. If you're not familiar, the thalamus is basically your, like, the central processing area of your brain. The CPU, if you will. Yes. What's, like, what is it? (laughs) Do it. Do the Terminator one. I can't remember it. What? A learning learning computer. computer. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So after the treatment, uh, within three days, he had regained full consciousness and full uh, language ability. And then did he then relapse into a coma a week later? Uh, TBD. Okay. Yeah. that'll we'll, we'll check back in like three days. That'll be about a week. Because that's what happens in the movie Awakenings. Okay. Never seen it. Irrelevant. Thank you for uh, disrupting the flow. Uh, in <laughs> whatever man <laughs> at the to show his uh, his incredible recovery, they also find it uh, at, they find it necessary to 
indicate that he fist bumped one of the doctors to say goodbye. Right before he slipped back into a coma, as in as seen in the Awakening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. If I mean, this is one test. So if I don't know how many people around the country are in a coma. So if, and you know, with an ultrasound machine, I'm sure it's more complicated than uh, like a woman getting an ultrasound of her her pregnancy or something. But if it turns out to be a successful technique, then that could be. Like, everyone in a coma can just wake up. Whether that's actually for the better or not, uh, who knows. But it's interesting, at least. Hmm. All right. Advanced technology. Fair enough. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, I um, I read an article on the premier, the premier source for science called Cracked.com. And... Right. <laughs> It was, well, it wasn't really, I mean, it was an article, but it was, you know, recently in the last year or two, they've been doing articles where they interview someone. Uh-huh. And this one was, they interviewed someone who had been in a coma at one point. Okay. Like, I heard everything. I heard you say, fucking die, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the interesting thing was, and I, I don't think he had any recollection. Apparently he, like... Like, sometimes he got up, he went to the bathroom, did this, did that, but he was still in a coma, technically. That's weird. So, it's not always what you think of, you know, you're just laying there, like, out, you know, like, the whole time. Which, so I was... So, like, there was no, no comprehension, but his still going through the motions? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not what I thought it, comas were. Apparently, it's... I Well, I guess there's different kinds, you know, so... It just depends. He's but possessed yeah, I was, by I was a shocked. demon. Also, call the priest. So I'll have to. Um, I'll find that article and I'll add it to the show notes. Thank you. Just so we can take a look at that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. So the next thing that is news and sci-fi, Mike. Perhaps uh, we can both touch on this. Is the uh, oh, ho, ho, ho. The, the theoretical EM electromagnetic drive that should not work, but probably does work and breaks Newton's third law of physics, and we don't know why. Well, this is where you you tap into the tap into the vacuum of space or whatever, right, for energy. Yep, zero point module. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no, it's not, I mean it's not that. No, 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 no. This is this is microwaves. Yeah. Microwaves. Oh, this one's my. Oh, so this is different from the other. The one. microwaves in an enclosed, in a closed, and they've known this for a while. That microwaves in a closed yeah. space will create thrust, but it's in a closed space. So, okay, what do well, you mean now? It's been theorized. So everyone's like, "This should not work." You're ridiculous. So I think the guy came up and came up with the theory in the early 2000s. Um, British scientist Robert Scheuer. I think I'm pronouncing his name right, who is actually working on an updated version, which will supposedly produce uh, thrust orders of magnitude higher, which if you guys don't know what an order of magnitude is, it's times 10. So if it's <laughs> if it's two orders of magnitudes higher, it's 100 times it's not that, the guy times named magnitude. It's like, bump, bump, from no. the community. <laughs> it's me, magnitude, baby, bump, bump. 
Wow. Nobody, nobody's seen that. Okay. I've never watched Community in my life. That was so good. Uh, anyways, the uh, a paper is going to be published at the end of this year by I believe it's NASA's uh, Eagle Works Lab, and in a in a scientific journal. And the important thing is that it has been leaked that it has actually passed peer review. So a lot of bullshit in the scientific community can be published, but if it's not verified by peer review, basically saying if I write a paper and I claim, you know, a bunch of fantastic truths and and revolutionary concepts, but you guys are like, no, he made 100% made all of it up. It's bullshit. Then it's bullshit. But if you say it's right, then it's peer reviewed and there's actually something to it. So um I don't know what the timeline is, but uh, NASA is supposedly going to test this, but will very likely eventually be put into use for uh, commercial space uses, like in the future. Well, more, more so than just from NASA. So how it works is basically you have a... Uh, you take, say, a, a battery. You get electricity from somewhere, and you generate microwaves and fire them into a basically a cone with the top cut off so there's flat sides on on both ends but still one shorter than the other you fire the microwaves towards the uh towards the larger or the larger side and as it hits the the larger side the smaller side accelerates i don't know exactly why uh, I don't think the article covers it very well, and I don't think any of us are smart enough to actually understand it. But what it does mean is if it actually works, then uh, we need some alterations to the laws of physics as we understand them. Most notably, Newton's third law, which is for every reaction there's an equal and opposite reaction uh, in a, in a quote-unquote closed system. And this is a closed system. There's no, there will be, if it works, propulsion with no propellant. So it won't, like, shoot anything out the back to make it move. Hmm. Very interesting. So this is different from that other thing I sent you. Uh, the other thing you sent me, I thought it was also an EM drive, so I assumed it was the same thing. I don't think so. Mm. I think it was... Zero point energy. Was that on a sci-fi blog website? I don't know. Okay. Well, I am interested, so maybe we can talk about it next week. I will read through that article and we can have a discussion. If that suits you. Oh, yes, absolutely. We'll make it Sounds like a plan. So forget Yep, I'm just uh, finding that article, but I'll also find that. Oops, I'll also find that um that one on cracked. Okay. Okay, so yes, James. I'm driving, so I was watching a video about it. Mm-hmm. So according to this video, which makes me uh, the the uh, the most qualified member of the team to speak on it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, how it works is it's like pulling. It's like um. It's like Michael, like those books where they talk about uh, a Cubier bubble, mm-hmm. Al Cubier bubble, Albert Cubieri. Yeah, Albert Cubier. Uh, 
Alvin Kubiary. <laughs> Evan, that's, that's not it at all, but okay. No, I know. Ever <laughs> since you told me what it was, that's my thing. I call, I say it's a dude named Albert Edward Kubiary who fucking drives places. That's what I do. Yeah. And James believes you. That's the problem. I know. I did. I was like, oh, shit, I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> An Al Kubiary drive. Anyway, so basically... um. It works like that. So if you know how that works, basically, it's like you're constantly like, oh, if you're, I mean, okay, so your car, imagine you're sitting in your car, and instead of having an engine, you're rolling down a hill. So the Alcubier drive basically says, we're always rolling down a hill. And that's how we're going to pull ourselves through space. So we're taking a bubble around the car, and that bubble, inside that bubble, you're falling down a hill. But outside the bubble, you're just in space, just chilling. Um but that's how you move using that kind of drive. So this works the same way um, where it's like outside the cone, the cone end of it, the narrow tud part of the cone. It's like pulling. I don't know. It's like pulling the car. It's like pulling yourself magically with this force. So everything is happening within this enclosed space. And I think the enclosed space is going forward. So you're going forward because you're connected to it and you're in space. I mean, that's how I understand it. I might be wrong, but that's how I understand it. Pretty cool. It's fucking magic, but you know what? It What's is magic. Model? Anything significantly uh, technological will seem like magic to someone who doesn't understand it. There's a whole saying. I can't remember the yep. saying. Yep. I, I don't know what it is, but I, I have heard that as well. Mm-hmm. So people are like, oh, yeah, violence. Dude, just relax. Okay. There's something like a nuclear reactor? We all accept they exist. Fucking yeah. magic. Yeah. It's like you're telling me these rods get that's hot. That's not magic. Dude, that's because we know how it works. Yeah, exactly. Do you know how it works? Basically. Okay then. So we're good. You don't know how wait, wait, you don't know how a nuclear yeah. reactor works, Michael? I do. And look, they tested it I in mean, two thousand six. That's how old it is. I'm not a fucking scientist or nothing, but Right. I, I have a basic idea of how it works, yes. All right, let's pause the show and do it, and talk to Michael about this. Right, <laughs> yeah, we'll, okay. we'll be right back after a break from our sponsors. And we're back. Yeah, I hope so, you all buy Bill's colon cream. Yes, <laughs> it's honey flavored, exacerbated mustard powder <laughs> mm-hmm. for your health. Yeah, okay. but, I mean, nuclear reactors are basically. Steam generators. N- nuclear. Sorry. <laughs> George W. Bush, former president of the United States of America, saying nuclear. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, here we go. So this okay, so this guy has a test prototype, and I cannot pause this video. My god. Is okay. it the one where it shows him looking through the window it's like on a platform and starts no. turning slowly? I guess, but I can't tell if it's looking through a window or not. It just it's just like this big thing. And okay. I didn't notice it was turning until I started clicking through the video and I was like, Oh, it's moving. Yeah. So they have the they have the tube on one side and the tube is pulling the whole mechanism around in a circle. Mm-hmm. So I I mean I would think of this as more like take a okay, for lack of something that makes more sense, take a let's say take a steel rod, put it on a put a motor inside it and put it another rod as its as its track. So that steel rod is riding on this track going back and forth. And as that rod knocks against the front, the whole thing moves. Mm-hmm. That's happening here 
but it's happening with magic instead of a steel rod and without going, gong, 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 you know what I mean? Right. That's actually a pretty good analogy. Analogy. Analogy? Analogy. Analgesics. Analgesic cream. When you think shank, think shankmans. (laughs) 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 All right, let's move right along here. I'm going to add this in the show notes so you guys can watch this video. Yes, excellent. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what is the iPhone 7? What is the iPhone 7? It's like in saying theory. it's like saying what is the Matrix? No, um, summarize. <laughs> that's Evan's new thing now. Yes, he, summarize. You you mentioned something and he says summarize, and that's it. So the iPhone Seven is an internet communications device. No, it's a. Uh, it's an internet phone. That's what the I stands for. That's right. I for internet. It's a uh, no. It's a, of course it's Apple's latest. Latest and greatest uh, cellular apparatus. Uh, they announced it just this past week. And so what's new? So <clears throat> it's an update to the 6S. So it comes. So they, they're going to have a 7 and a 7 Plus. So that means one's going to have the 4.7 inch screen, just like they do now. And the other one's going to have the 5.5 inch screen. That's going to be the Plus. The screen's a little brighter than the last, the last one. Okay, great. Um, whatever. <laughs> Gives a shit. <laughs> the home button. The home button is no longer a button. Um, oh. It's still going to be there, but you're not actually going to push it in. When you push it, quote unquote, it's just going to vibrate back at you to simulate like pushing, but it's not actually going to be a button you push in anymore. Is it separate from the from the glass or the bezel, so it vibrates, or like does that the whole like bottom of the screen vibrate? No, it's separate. It's separate. Um, so this is the first iPhone that is they called it water resistant. Mm -hmm. Now that's not waterproof. Not you know whatever. So they say it's IP sixty seven. So that actually means something if you, you know, if you want, you can look it up, see how water resistant that, that is. Um, that's like an industry standard mm-hmm. measurement. Um, the big thing that everyone's been talking about, there's no headphone jack on the phone. So they did away with the headphone jack. And, but they are going to include in the box an adapter. So you'll be able to plug in your normal headphones. You'll just have to use an adapter. That'll plug into the lightning port on the bottom of the phone. A little bit of a pain in the ass, but really, everyone's making a big deal of it. I don't personally, I don't think it's that big a deal. It's just what people have locked in on. I mean, um, I thought it was a big deal until I realized. So it was with, I mean, who gives a crap, you know? <laughs> but the, I think well, the whatever. thing is, so everyone has like three and a half millimeter headphones. They're they're everywhere. Apparently, it's still. It's kind of a hassle to put that technology on newer devices. I don't know. Um, I think they got a lot of backlash for their uh, AirPods. Mm-hmm. Their new wireless headphones. Yeah. Yeah. Which look like basically. They look kind of you know, cool, honestly. I think they look kind of neat. 
but well, they look like ear, what are they called? Ear pods or earbuds, whatever the mm-hmm. old ones are called. Yeah, they look uh, like that. If if you just clip the cable off, correct. I think it they look silly. <laughs> I think they look uh, okay, but either way, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't use them anyway. But they're also one hundred and sixty dollars. Oh yeah, Wait, no, so it's crazy. Are they just these sticks? It's just yep. these, I hadn't seen them. So what mm-hmm. happens when you lose them? Because you know that's going to happen. You spend another hundred and sixty dollars. Because anyone who's ever used any of Micro Apple's headphones knows they're the absolute worst headphones you can possibly put in your ear. They will not stay in your ear. They fucking refuse. Mm-hmm. Like, like, tell me, like everyone's experienced that, right? They're horrible. Like the ones that come in a package are fucking horrible. I don't think I've ever had an iPhone or an iPod I've- that I used. So, but they they do have one pretty cool feature where you can double tap one of the AirPods and it will activate Siri, which nobody uses because she's. That's kind of a cool feature, but yeah, that's beside the point. Yeah, it's a cool feature. If it activated Cortana or OK Google, then I'd be like, yeah, I'm down. Mm-hmm. James, let's not be Remember, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> He's like shooter. Um, <laughs> That's right. Shots fired. Um. So okay, yeah. So we know no headphone jack. Now supposedly, you know, the headphone jack takes up a lot of space, quote unquote, in the phone. Um, like Evan was saying, you know, it's. And I read an article that kind of said this to like this is old technology they're putting on newer devices, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we've been using it forever. I mean, but we've been using it forever because it works, you know. Wait, what do you? Wait, yeah. So say that again. What, what's an old technology they put a new device? Three and a half millimeter headphone jacks. Yeah, that the uh, jack was invented what in the sixties? Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> the fifties, but, but I mean, it works. So it works. Everyone has them. There's such a variety of headphones and other you know things that use them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not a. I mean, other than just using this fucking, like, two-inch adapter that they're going to give you, there's no better solution in place. Now, you could say there will be now because, you know, companies will have to design around it, but, eh. I mean, okay, so look, this is what Apple does, right? They force, they inadvertently and accidentally, while improving their bottom line, force innovation like, they got rid of the floppy drive. They're the first ones to really go hardcore and do it. Mm-hmm. And it's because they looked at the industry and they said, no one gives anyone floppy disks, you know? Um, great example. Michael went with me to my uncle's house, and his computer had no CD-ROM drive. And I was, like, shocked. I was like, why didn't I have a CD-ROM drive? And the reality is, he's only going to play games with it. Only game he wants that has a CD-ROM drive is that stupid game he's playing right now that's, like, fucking 19 years old. But every other game he'll be playing doesn't have a CD-ROM yeah, you drive. You just download it. You just download it from Steam. So I set up with a Steam account, and we, he, he ordered a, a USB CD-ROM drive, and he's going to be fine. You know? So it's just like, I don't know, man. I think this, it's, this is classic Apple innovation, but it's not really innovation as much as it is like them improving their bottom line. Well, I wouldn't call it an innovation. I don't know. No, no. It's, it, it's innovation by... It's innovation by proxy. Like there, people will have to innovate because they will. I mean, innovate. removing the floppy drive is not innovative, you know. No, no, it's it's not innovative. But the thing is, it it it, it it's going to make when you take away these options, companies will have to have to uh, have but, to innovate. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't I don't disagree with it though. I mean, it forces people to to change, right? 
Yeah, and it's gonna and more than more than the companies, more than vendors, it's going to force uh, Joe Blow consumer because all because all the sheeple who love apples, who love iPhones, will have to be like, oh, <laughs> I have to throw all these things away. Let me buy this fucking ridiculously overpriced thing or some Bluetooth headset, and it's gonna it's gonna. You don't have to throw anything away. It comes with a damn adapter. I mean, Jesus. No, but dude, that adapter's gonna be lost or broken or cracked off. Anything. Look, let's all be let's all fucking live in reality for one second here. Anything you stick on the side of your phone that juts out of it, and it's like a rectangular box that juts off the back of your phone, is going to get destroyed or lost. That's the reality. Okay, how many fucking how many how many like charging ports have been destroyed because people like rammed into them or something you know i mean think about it apple's whole whole electrical plug for their laptops is magnetic so people don't destroy them yeah because why like, didn't they have the maglock on the iPhones yet yeah anything that dangles off gets destroyed so this thing's going to be it's going to be useless in a fucking in, in, in like 3 months people are going to be destroying them it'll be only the like the real like Nazi narcissist people who are like, oh, I take good care of everything. Well, Those are the only people. I've never managed to destroy a charging port or anything on any of my phones, but maybe I'm one of those people, James. I don't know. Well, no, there's one thing that you take really good care of in your life, and that's your phones. So you take really good care of all your phones. <laughs> I mean, that's that's you. That's your thing. Like you're like you're a phone guy, so you you take good care of your phones. But you're the exception, not the rule. I think most people. I mean, how many times you look at someone's iPhone and the fucking screen's destroyed? And they're walking around with a destroyed iPhone, destroyed. The screen's like a mess. I'm like, mm -hmm. I couldn't even use a phone like that, dude. When my phone, if I get a cracked screen, I'm like, throw it away, get rid of it. <laughs> like it's garbage, you know. <laughs> I couldn't oh, use yeah. it. Me too. People were walking around with the phones destroyed, like the back plates ripped off. I'm like, dude, like your pockets must be hurting, dog. You can't. When I when I was flying back here um, from from my last trip, I sat next to. Uh, or maybe it was the trip before that. I sat next to someone who was using like an iPhone, you know, four or maybe it was a three, three uh, GS or something. The screen was like shattered. Uh, pieces of it were held. No, the, I guess the screen was shattered, but also held on by a rubber band at the top and a rubber band at the bottom. Jesus Christ! It's like the most destroyed iPhone I've ever seen. And they're just like using it. <laughs> That's the thing. I think most people, most people don't do like we do. Like I think I don't know about Evan, but I know Michael and myself probably buy a new phone every two years. You know, like I feel like I'm about due. Like I'm ready. I'm already looking at Google Five phones. I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? So I feel like most people don't do that though. Like most, there's a oh my god, there's a guy at my job at my old job, sorry, who has a phone that's running Android three. You know, mm -hmm. it's like running fucking like whatever blow pop, whatever the second or third <laughs> version of the software is. And he can't do anything with the phone. And I was like, he's like, I can't do anything. I'm like, dude, get a new phone. He's like, I like this phone. It works. I'm like, this isn't 1983. You're like, no, it doesn't I, work if you can't fucking do anything with it. Yeah. You, cannot, <laughs> yeah. you cannot use a fucking. That's like saying, well, my Windows 98 computer works fine. I don't need to get a new one. It's mm -hmm. like, eh. Not really. <laughs> I mean, you know, you you do need to get a new one. You know, it's like, sorry, bro. It sucks. Unless you're just gonna it. use Microsoft Word on it, and that's it, and not and connected to the internet, then that's how life is, man. You can't. You have to. Uh, have to <clears throat> so anyway. Yes. Um, let me just finish up the rundown here real quick of the uh, what's new and improved on the new iPhone. So the 
so we already said no, no headphone jack. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. Um, so the camera on the previous iPhone is 12 megapixels on the back. On the new camera, it's still 12 megapixels, but they added a a larger aperture. You, mm-hmm. you guys probably know what that means. I don't really know what that means. That's how wide the lens opens to let more light in. Okay, makes sense. It has effects on focal so, distance and image quality. And that might help with low light. Mm-hmm. All right. Then uh, it also, they're adding optical image stabilization. That's stupid. I don't think it's stupid, but okay. I mean, dude, most people don't use any of those features. Um, they fucking take one shitty picture after another with their phone, and they're like, okay. And they said the camera's going to stick out of the back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get the bigger one, the iPhone 7 Plus, then there's a second camera on the back of the phone right next to the first one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take a picture of the first one. <laughs> <laughs> It says it's a 56 millimeter telephoto lens. What? Yeah. yeah. Is it also 12 or 12 megapixels? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Do you have it? Did you get one? No, you, you just got your six, right? I've had this phone almost a year. Uh, are you getting a seven? Are you ready to go grab one? Well, I have to go get one. I have to wait till December. Why? Because that's when I got, well, that's when I got my phone. Oh, okay. I got so it in November slash December, so. So I have to wait 12 months, and then I can get a new one. So I might go get it. I don't know. We'll see. Shit. See how I feel. Fucking 56-millimeter telephoto zoom. <laughs> to do some upskirts. I mean, uh, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, whoa. ornithology. No. <laughs> ornithology. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Um, I'm just kidding. We're all philanthropists here, folks. <laughs> so they said there's other phones like the LG V20. Uh, that d- already have two cameras also. So Apple's not the first one to do this. And they're not weird for doing it because other people have it. So <laughs> that's mm-hmm. fine. The front-facing camera, the old one is 5 megapixels. The new one is 7 megapixels. Um, it has image stabilization, but not optical image stabilization. Oh, now this is interesting. Huh. So the old iPhone only has one speaker. Mm-hmm. The new one has two speakers. Sort of. There's one at the top and one at the bottom. Yeah. Huh. Um, longer battery life. Okay. Faster processor. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently the new processor is actually quite good. Mm-hmm. It's called the A10 Fusion chip. Hmm. So whatever. Oh, and the storage. So the the storage they changed that a little bit. So you know they used to sell like a sixteen gig model. Yep. Which you know you can hardly do anything with. So now they're gonna have get this. The lowest one's gonna be thirty two. Then it's gonna jump to one twenty eight, and then to two fifty six. Mm-hmm. Wow. Can oh. you imagine how distraught people are gonna be when they lose? Or destroy their 256 gig phone with their entire life on it. <laughs> well, that's why you got to back it up. Um, Carbonite, mm-hmm. folks. Carbonite.com slash IOPEN. No, I'm kidding. Yep, um, freeze it in Carbonite. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use it, but it's safe. Yeah, right. Um, and then the other thing is they added a new color. Uh, uh, matte black or jet black? The new one is jet black. Glossy jet black. Mm-hmm. 
and everyone's saying magnet. it looks. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a fingerprint magnet, of course, but the like, it looks slick as hell. And I saw a picture of it. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna I, lie. I kind of like the matte black one. Mm-hmm. But I've always liked the like matte black color schemes. But apparently, uh, this is so they're going to have yeah the matte black, the, the glossy jet black, the silver, the gold, and the rose gold. Mm-hmm. Um, the jet black though is only available on the 128 gig and 256 gig ones. So if you're a low roller and get the 32 gig one, you can't get the jet black. Yeah. So there you go. That's fine. You can get a, a very slim jet black case like you should anyways, and you'll cover up the color immediately. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Yeah. Whenever they I also, a case, I'm like, what? They also did one more, uh, amazing evolutionary redesign purely Uh-oh. for aesthetics. Oh, Oh, the antenna. They, uh, yeah. They changed the, the path of the antenna. So it's not a line across the back anymore. It kind of goes around the top. Mm-hmm. It's revolutionary. Oh my God. Revolutionary. There you go. See? Yeah. Put a fucking case on it. You won't see it anyways. Yeah. So what? It's <laughs> nothing. Here's the thing, right? I think like this, like what? What antenna? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that um, since Steve Jobs is gone, they're, these guys like they're like really confused. They don't know what to do. They don't know what's next, and they're gonna keep iterating on the Apple on the iPhone, which is great. But it's like nothing special anymore. It's like okay, your big outstanding thing was you made a, a very expensive earbud to charge people more money for something they could get already on Amazon for ten dollars. On a, sh- on a on a shitty headphone platform, you did a few nice things with the whole like touch the no button. You know that's kind of interesting, but I wonder what that'll do to the battery. Um, why, w- why would the button have anything to do with the battery? Well, because it's not a real button. It's not an actual tactile button anymore. Doesn't doesn't the doesn't that take some power to do to give you that that? Oh, feedback? the forty. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So I'm like, right. what? So I mean, look, I'm not. I mean, I am trying to knock Apple because I hate Apple, ah! but uh, I'm just like, I'm always You're such a hater. Why don't you go get a Microsoft phone, you piece of crap? <laughs> <laughs> get one of those Lumias. Evan wanted to get one. I, I thought yeah, because I a great camera 20. on there. Great camera yeah. on there. Um, I mean, <laughs> Cortana is great. That's a reason to get one. Cortana is great. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Apparently the uh the memory management on Windows phones is actually quite good so you can get away with like a gig of RAM. Maybe they just say that because all the phone manufacturers of Windows phones just put a gig of RAM in there and say, "Oh, it's fine. You don't need more than that." Mhm. Well, if you like if you like a nice phone with good specs and you can't use it for anything, then get get yourself a Windows phone. I'm gonna get a Windows phone. <laughs> yep, with a that. spectacular camera on it. Get a uh-huh. Windows. Phone. No, I mean I've actually heard good things about Windows phones. Like it has a nice interface. It works really well. Blah 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 blah. So they're not actually bad phones. The only problem is there's no there's no software for them. You know, there's no apps. True. There are some apps, but not a lot. You know, so microphones. Microsoft's problem is they were too late to the party. Oh yeah, they're like, no, we're cool. They're super early to the party. Then they're like, oh, this is lame. And they left. And then Apple came in and was like, oh, you guys used to do this and you guys didn't know what to do with it? All right, we're going we're gonna to fucking start doing it now with just a fancy, well-marketed product. And, oh, we invented this realm. 
Like, we invented the MP3 player. No, you know, you didn't. We invented fucking NFC Pay. Well, no, you didn't. Now, see, James, Apple is like BASF. They make things better. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> they don't make the blah. They make it better, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. That the who was the first one to make an MP3 player? A fucking Arcos? Arcos or fucking the RCA, RCA. Lyra yeah. or fucking whatever. Well, any of those pieces of garbage? I mean <laughs> I mean, yeah, for you or me, the Arcos is awesome, right? Where's Arcos now? When's the last time we heard of Arcos anything? Yeah. You know? Evan, what was the company? Was it Rio? What was the name of the company? Yeah, they made MP3 players. Yeah, they were bought by. Was it Creative? Diamond. Diamond. Yeah. Who bought Creative? I mean, Creative bought Diamond. Mm-hmm. A series of appropriate. Oh yeah, the Diamond Rio. That's what it was. Yeah, because they made video cards. Remember, Diamond made video cards. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They made uh, Nvidia based, not yeah, Nvidia based video cards. Hmm. Not Nvidia. I guess whatever Nvidia used to be called before they bought the best video card company ever. Hashtag some some gave all. Uh, <laughs> voodoo? voodoo, voodoo man. Three DFX. No. Three DFX dot com. Hell yeah. Dot org. Is that a thing? No. Nope. That just gave me uh, an idea for a present, though. I'm gonna write that. Yeah, down. if you go to three DFX dot com, it takes you to GForce dot com. Yeah. Yep, I remember that. That was back in the day when you bought a video card, and it and it piggybacked on your existing video card. Yeah, it was like this is a video accelerator. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like this, I remember explaining to people like CompuSafe, like this is just for games. Yeah, this is for this is for games for like Photoshop for you know architecture. It's 3D. like a Xeon fee. What the hell is Fi. that? It's a a PCI Express add-on card. That's it's like a. 50 core Xeon, like on the card. <laughs> oh, God. Just made for processing acceleration. Jeez. That's pretty good. Um, you know what I found at work today? I'm in that today on Friday in a box in the in the, in the in our back room. We're cleaning a it. A camera? Put no. the cameras in a box. That's right. <laughs> no. Uh, a Xeon 2 processor. No, a video card. Okay. That doesn't sound very interesting. Mm-hmm. Guess what, what slot it was for. Oh, AGP? Uh, no. ISA. AGP. Was oh, AGP. Nice. Okay. All right. Like, you're like, I, man, my boss showed me that. I was like, what's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, like, it looks familiar, but weird. I was like, is that an AGP video card? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Bonus points. Guys. What does AGP stand for? Uh, advanced graphics port. That's it. Huh. That's the one. What does ISA stand for? That's what I want to know. Internal uh, serial accelerator. Really? No. Totally made that up. No. It's a weird, <laughs> dumb name. What does ISA mean? International Society of Arboriculture. An individual savings account. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> International Studies Abroad. <laughs> Industry Standard Architecture. That's boring. Huh. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Not very exciting. Hmm. Okay, okay. Let's, 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 let's keep it moving here. Mm-hmm. Um, when are we going to have our old episode? Our retro episode? Exactly. 
where we all record on micro cassettes and I paste it together later. We we record separately mm-hmm. and mail each other the micro cassette to to record responses. So it's going to take like four months. Mm-hmm. Ah, I'm down. <laughs> yep. Actually, if you so in the Windows uh, recording, the audio recording settings you can pick what quality your your microphone records to one of them is like radio Mm -hmm. so it sounds like garbage we could do that oh (laughs) nice all right well that's an idea let's keep Mm -hmm. it on the table it is an idea yes um okay so let's see so we're we're off of news now. Now we're going to get into the stranger danger. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's a company that is selling these little USB devices called USB Kill. <laughs> At, available from usbkill.com. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. And this thing is uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I kind of like it. It's very destructive. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> it the company claims it will instantly and permanently disable unprotected hardware. Yeah, all like all of them are unprotected. Mm-hmm. Except like a powered USB hub, maybe. Uh it says the device maker said that Apple voluntarily protected its hardware. So, J- James and Evan, your your mortal enemy, Apple Apple Computer Inc. They have uh, they have anticipated okay. this attack. This demands clarification. When did they implement this? Because if it's for USB Type C, then it doesn't matter because this is for the old shit, and they're still vulnerable. You know, I have no idea. To be Bam! Honest. Right back at you. Balls in your court. <laughs> so. Basically, this is what happens. You plug this device into a USB port. Now, it doesn't even have to be a computer, technically. It could be any device that has a regular standard USB port. So, these days, a lot of things have USB ports. Could be a flat-screen TV. Could be a freaking dishwasher or something. Your freaking Samsung smart-ass fridge. You know, whatever, right? Or your your phone with an OTG cable. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, you plug it in. And I th- you just push a little button, right? No, it's automatic. Or you don't even do that. Know. Yep. Oh yeah, so you just plug it in and it does its thing. So it it you plug it in, it it charges itself up. It has capacitors on it. It charges itself up with power from the USB device, mm-hmm. and then it discharges. Yep. And that's what damages your device. Now, does it damage the device itself? I have no idea. Is it a one-time I, use? That's a good question. I don't think it's a one-time use. Because it's basically... I mean, it's just like a battery discharging. and you can re- There are rechargeable batteries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if the effect is... It's probably pretty... It basically destroys... Like, if you put it on a USB on your computer or something, does it... I'm sure the port is not affected, but maybe it destroys the controller or the circuitry you know, behind it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's drawing power from a system, and it it dumps power out of its capacitors into the system once it reaches maximum charge, 
and this thing claims to destroy all all unprotected hardware. I think that probably does not going to destroy your TV. It's just going to blow out the fucking thing. Because I have disable the USB ports. Yeah, because I, I have a and probably just one of them. I have a computer. I have a TV here. One HDMI port is blown. You know, TVs and things like that are protected from from power surges from external devices. So it's not going to ruin your TV. It's not going to ruin your computer. It might. Well, I don't know. It might ruin your computer. But it unless, would... um, like, can you imagine some? asshole taking this to like a LAN party and fucking up everyone's USB ports. Now it only takes a couple seconds to charge and discharge. So you could be at, you know, someone's computer for 20 seconds and wreck all the ports. Mm-hmm. If you just keep moving it around. What they need to do is write a little bit of code that charges all the capacitors on the motherboard when the computer's in like a sleep and then it discharges them. Yeah. Then you have to worry about shit. No, I have to go up to anybody's computer. <laughs> well, as as uh, we can tell by that example, there's always room for what I like to call this, innovation. This is this is a funny little. Th- this is kind of a crazy little thing though, because it's like we've known like like any com- any electronics person knows what capacitors do, and to put the two things t- together capacitors and usb ports and then they, it's some basic little circuit like okay when all these capacitors reach 300 microfarads dump the power into the into the back and, and the outgoing outbound ports mm-hmm. like it doesn't even care it's like it's not like make sure you blow this circuit it's no it's like just destroy the thing whatever you know yeah but exactly. it's just uh it's very inventive actually i mean it's i don't want to say it's disruptive because it's not disruptive but it's um, not disruptive technology as far as like an industry um, changer, but it's very it's a kind of this kind of like startup type shit where people are like, what if I took a car? What if instead of getting a taxi, I use my own car and just charge people money? You know, oh, let's call it Uber. Like it's that kind of thing. It's like you took two things that we already knew about and then put them together and you made a whole different thing. It's pretty cool, I think. Which is equally destructive to a different industry. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I believe I believe the term that I've been hearing people uh, use is disruptive technology. No, that, and that's what I said. But this isn't disruptive technology. This isn't. This is destructive. It's not disruptive. Yeah. Correct. Now, if you had a work laptop that is super old and you haven't been able to get anyone to approve its replacement or anything, pick up one of these hose all the USB ports, and then you have a legitimate justification. I'm not making that recommendation officially, um, just allegedly. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yep. And moving on um, to another USB-based attack, but a different kind of attack. I like it. Yep. This one's actually quite clever. Uh, <clears throat> so there's a new device that costs you about $50. Uh, you can build one yourself or, uh, I guess maybe buy a kit or something, but it's a USB adapter that poses as an ethernet adapter. And what it does is say your, com- your computer's locked. You put this, the USB, uh, adapter in there and say you have uh windows, although it's, it's works on, uh, Linux and Mac for the most part also. You put it in there, it takes over as your default uh, network controller and 
excuse me, also poses as a DHCP server and a default gateway. So it attempts to uh, like authenticate. So your computer's like, oh, I need to authenticate? Word. Let me send you my, my username and hash password and all that stuff. So after about 20 seconds of this communication, it captures the, the you know, again, it's like, say if your computer's locked, it'll capture the username, which I assume is in plain text, and a hashed password. Now, hashed passwords are not immediately useful, but you, I mean, they're not that difficult to... Unhash? Unhash, yes. <laughs> or so, you can just use it that in that way. They right. have, they have oh, pass the hash, quote-unquote, yes. attack. So you, so you can either collect the info or, uh, I guess, uh, reprogram it and basically have it unlock the computer. Now, I'm assuming this does not work for um, smart card-enabled login. So like, I'm I don't assuming know. if you have like a local account or maybe a domain account without the certificates on the card or anything. Um, we'll have to, not, can we order one of these? Can we, or can we make one? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Well, we should definitely do that and try this out. Test it yeah, out, we'll see what's going on. But I believe it can just collect the information or, as you say, pass the hash, pass it back and actually unlock the system. In mm-hmm. roughly twenty seconds, so that's pretty cool. Um, I like it. Yeah, me too. Oh. And the, the the guy who released this article and at least this version of uh, the the controller is like, he says, I I'm definitely not the first person to think of this. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely not. So who knows how long these types of things have been around and in use. Now, reading in this article here, it says they even tried it on a Mac and they were able Mm -hmm. to do the same thing. Yep. I believe it has to do with uh, uh, NTLM, which I don't know what it stands for. Mike, can you chime in? It's it's some type of authentication that's widely used. That's that's actually a Microsoft-specific thing called... It's NT Land Manager... That's what it stands okay. for. And of course, do you know what NT stands for? Uh, network technology? Uh, new. New technology. That's weak. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'll bring back a classic, Super Swoot. Oh! <laughs> James, what's up? <laughs> you've, taught, you've taught Evan well. I remember some things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, NTLM. Yeah. So I mean, it's the concept is very clever, and I'll, that's why I like it. We'll have to see if it works. Build a prototype. Well, build a unit based uh, on hack instructions. Five, the given. Hack five. Hack five deal. Uh, did they create it or did they demonstrate it? I don't know. Hack, have you, Hack Five. I don't know if you guys spend time watching Hack Five. I occasionally. To, I try to watch it and I never get to really watch it. Watch it, but dude, they do some fucking crazy shit. And like, yeah, like I'm just like, whoa. Like it's honestly, I sh- I'm thinking to myself, I need to watch this more often. Like I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. Hack Five is very have been very good for a long time. 
So the, have... the land turtle is back ordered now. Of course. Okay. Because everyone's getting it because of this. Because of what we're talking about. So is the land turtle the actual controller or the package? Like I wonder, we could probably. It's a fifty. It's, it's a fifty dollar USB computer. Okay. And then you can just program it to do. To do whatever. Well, then you could, should be able to do the same with the Raspberry Pi or Teensy board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They even say here that they were able to do it. Um, this says some people have gotten a similar setup to work on a Raspberry Pi Zero. Well, Raspberry Pi Zero. Now, why does that sound familiar? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, does one of us recently pick one up? One of us may have. Hmm. <laughs> On some super spectacular sale for a dollar. Yep, it's pretty. I mean, they're uh, normally five bucks, but it's just you know a dollar. Oh yeah, it's hard to pass up. Oh dude, I that was so great. I I thank you so much for that, Evan. Because you are welcome. I went to you know I went on the Micro Center website. I just said add to cart, and I just went. So then I just went to the store and went to the counter to just pick it up, and there it was. Yep, I like that counter. Nice and easy. Yeah. Thank you, Micro Center. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking for ways to spend more money. So if there's something worthwhile, I like to pass it off. Mm-hmm. Pass on that information. Thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. A dollar? <laughs> yeah. So ridiculous. I would have bought more, but it says, you know, limit one per household, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? Because people now, are like, you I didn't want- pick one, pick me up one? I'm like, nah, it's one per household. You know? Like, uh... I wonder if you can, if you like... Bought one, walked out of the store, walked into the store, bought one, walked out of the store, <laughs> you know, did I, a couple laps. I thought about going back, like, you know, maybe this week or something and just get another one. Yeah. Like, why not? Especially if they still have them and they're still a dollar. Then, yep. You know, it's like so ridiculous. If they say, if you're worried about it, you can pay cash and use my name because I'm in their system. Oh, Dr. Neil Blevins. <laughs> Correct. Esquire. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. All right. So, all right. So I like that. And mm-hmm. actually, the, the next article here, which I just added here, and the title makes no sense because I'm a maniac, um, is actually very similar, although not the same. Um, so this is a blog post by one of the executives over at McAfee. (laughs) Okay. And, but it's from, I mean, it's a few years old. It's actually from 2012. On the scale of John McAfee, how crazy is he from zero to John McAfee? Uh, Zero. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is, this is actually, so the person who posted this, his name is Simon Hunt. Uh And so McAfee, the company actually bought, Another company at some point called Safeboot that made um, a hard drive encryption software, which McAfee now uses, you know, as their own. And it's called McAfee. They called it for a long time McAfee Endpoint Encryption for PC. Now it's called just McAfee Drive Encryption. So Simon Hunt was the head of Safeboot. And so they bought the company and now he's, you know, a McAfee employee or I guess they're calling themselves Intel security now. 
Um, but so basically he's, and from what I've seen, he's, he's very active, like on the forums and stuff like McAfee has their own forums. And so he's very active on there and he has his own blog here also, which is a McAfee thing. And so in this post, and he also references a, an, another post he talked about in 2010, um, there are these companies like this one's a company called Elcomsoft. They offer a piece of software that lets you hack into an encrypted computer. And when we say encrypted computer, we mean a computer where the hard drive is full disk encrypted. Mm-hmm. So using a product similar to full drive, you know, McAfee drive encryption or maybe Microsoft BitLocker if you use the full drive encryption. Um, another product I've used in the past is called Secure Doc. Um, so anyway, but so he says, you know, people have been sending me this and they're worried and blah, 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 blah. He's like, there's no reason to be worried. Cause the whole, the whole way these, these software, they, the way they exploit this, the machine already has to be up and running. Right. You know, and authenticated just like the last thing you talked about where you have to plug it into the computer, the person, the computer already has to be logged in and locked, right? Mm-hmm. Or unlocked, I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, this is the same thing. The computer has to be turned on and someone has to have already authenticated at the encryption screen and allowed the machine to boot. Right. So you're really still like looking out for inside threats. Sort of, yeah. Or if you, you know, you walked away from your computer, you locked it or whatever, you know, but you didn't shut it down completely. Right. Um, so, and, and so he talks about this, this piece of software by Elkomsoft, but there's another, in his older blog post, it was kind of the same thing, but it was another, another, uh, piece of software called Pass, Passware. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were using the, the firewire, there's a firewire vulnerability firewire. Uh huh. So firewire, thanks Apple. (laughs) Yeah. Well, firewire, there's a, um, apparently it has direct access to the bus. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's DMA Mm -hmm. direct memory access or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, so if you use, so for instance, using this passware, software kit if you got this so basically they say okay create a special usb stick using our passware software right they say connect the target computer to the forensic computer using a firewire cable boot the forensic computer off the usb stick and then that'll capture the key that's in memory. Nice. Yeah. I like that one too. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what these pieces of software do. But again, it only works if the machine's already been booted and authenticated. So that's why they always say, you know, if you encrypt the hard drive, but you don't turn on pre-boot authentication, then your computer's vulnerable to one of these attacks. Mm-hmm. So personally, I do neither of those. 
for work, they are both in effect. What's that? Encryption and pre-boot authentication. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope so. One would hope so. I'm, I'm sure that's not the case at someone else's job. Mm-hmm, perhaps. Perhaps it's a very a haphazard environment for IT folks. Mm-hmm. Like encryption, what's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, that's all right. He's in his own world right now, so it's all good. Um, yeah, still looking, looking at Amelia Clark. No. Mm-hmm. No. Got caught. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm reading about that. Uh, I ordered one of the turtles. The one that's backwarded. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. September. A hacking we will go. A hacking we will that's go. Right. <laughs> well, I know a place right now I could use it. Oh? Yeah. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is it called... uh, a place that shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> Is it called the Yob? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I, I need to prove a point. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That'll be good. I mean, I could. I mean, at what point are you going to prove? I could take one of those to my job and prove a point. I don't know. Prove a point of why you should be fired. Oh, actually, yeah. James, when, when and if you do, or if and when you do get that, I do want to try it out um, and see if it works with smart cards, you know? I'd be interested to see. I'm, I I have a feeling it actually would, um, but I could be wrong. I don't know. So hmm. okay. All right. We'll have to report back on that whenever mm-hmm. it comes in. Absolutely. Okay. So James, uh, this looks like you were talking about uh, you. You finished a book called Silver Ships. Um, yeah, yeah, this was a series, um, mm-hmm. our, our audible section here is a four book series. I finished the last one. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. There's one more book coming out. Um, so space reactionless drives, you know, um, all what's the bit, a reactionless drive. It's the, EM, the EM drive we talked about earlier. That that's okay. What, yeah. If you read like a book and they say reactionless, reactionless drives or drives that don't take reaction mass. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what they're talking about. Anyway, right. um, because I'm an expert on space, <laughs> and I can sew together various authors' works and say the same thing. <laughs> this is fact. Um, no, but yeah, it was a good book. So that was it. Nothing else to really say. I'm waiting right now on my uh, my Russian author who has the Russian series uh, Sector Eight, um, the Sector Eight series of books, or Sector Nine, or whatever it's called. I'm waiting on those. On his uh, book coming, his new one's going to be converted to Audible in uh, end of October. So I'm waiting for that. That's really it. Nothing else I'm reading. I'm not reading anything else right now. The parts of her hand, Sector Nine, Wet Planet, Tillman's That's right. Crest. That's right, Tillman's Crest. It's uh, it's like a leaf. It's definitely not a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Here, see you. So I wonder what the follow-up book is. You said there was a book after Silver Ships that's not out yet? Yeah, there's another book. Uh, basically, so in the first book, the main character leaves his his uh, system to go to the system of the people he rescued to help them fight off the Silver Ships. And the next book, he goes to find a home for his people. Um, and after that, he goes to... Uh, that after that book, he goes back to 
uh, fight off. He fights off people from Earth. So apparently, like people from Earth have come to, uh, they've come out to the middle of nowhere in space, following the trajectory of the colony ships that launched uh, 800 years before. And so they've followed them. They've come out to kind of take over, you know. So they've come out and they said, okay, we're going to subjugate these people and bring more technology and more, more, more wealth to the soul, to soul, you know, to to our solar system. Um, and they're all like this religious cult. Now, some religious cults taken over all of humanity in the soul system. So um, he fights them off, and now the next book is him plotting to go to Earth to put them in their place. So, uh, but they have this massive battle fleet, and he has like fucking four ships. So you know, it's the usual good guys, good guy versus the bad guy. But this book could be obviously just from reading it. I'm like, uh, this could be the bad guys. This could be the other way around. You know, <laughs> like maybe mm-hmm. he's the bad guy. So right. I don't know, but um, it's a good story. It's a, it's well written, and uh, it kind of has a good a good flow. It doesn't um, it doesn't beat you over the head with technical stuff, but it, it does have a technical side to it, and the flow, the storytelling flow is really good. So, and the author author does a great job, and the reader does a great job. So definitely worth uh, Audible. Check it out. You know, Silver Ships is a great series. It's a great way to stay in shape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Invest in silver. Yep. Eat one bar a day. Um, if I may, I'd just like to mention I finally finished reading the Indian Hill series again. Mm-hmm. Um, what changed since the first time? No, I, I apparently had been a while since I read it, so I didn't. I just didn't remember a lot of the stuff. But um, it's good. It's a good series. Uh, now I'm on to the third Lycan Fallout book mm-hmm. called Lycan Fallout End of an Age. And, uh, so far I like it. I like it. Um, I guess it's been a while since I read the Lycan Fallout books cause there's some parts in it where he's talking to a particular set of characters as if he knows them. And I'm like, who are these people? So, so I don't, you know, I just don't, I guess I just don't remember who these, who these particular people are, but I'm. And you don't need, Michael, you don't need to have listened to any of the other books to start like and fall out, right? Correct. Yeah. So that's one good thing about um, this guy is you don't have to, he has a bunch of different series and they're all sort of standalone. Like you don't have mm-hmm. to, which is nice. It's kind of fun though, because he does mention bits and pieces from other books here and there. And it's just like a, yeah, that's great. It's a, uh, it's just a nice, it's kind of a fun, a fun thing. You know, you're like, Oh, he talked about the thing, you know? Um, so he does that where he crosses, you know, lines between the different series, but yeah, it's not, it's not a necessity to have read any of the other books. So would you say, would you call him a line stepper? No, no, more Mitchell. like more like a blender, maybe. Mm. Will it blend? <laughs> Will it blend? Yeah, that's the final. That's the final thing. Then yep. I'll then I'll have the trifecta. Put all the vampires and lichens into a blender. Make a nice soup. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, I'm sure I mentioned this before. In lichen fallout, so there are lichens, which are werewolves, right? But then there's werewolves. Mm-hmm. 
and werewolves are humans that have been bitten or otherwise infected by lichens. And so they they become infected, but then they don't turn until the next full moon. Hmm. And then they when they turn, they just they turn into werewolves, which are kind of like smaller versions of lichens, and go on you know murderous rampages. Basically, hmm. it's kind of their kind of their thing. So there's lichen werewolves, mm-hmm. and there's also lichen. Huh? Whoa, 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 whoa. Huh? Ah. Which I always thought was also pronounced lichen, and maybe there's an argument for that. Uh, I never heard that's of that one. Else. It's like algae or mushroom mushroom spores. Oh, okay. All right. Totally random, off-topic, derailed.net. No, no, Sorry. that's fine. That's fine. You had it obviously needed to be said, so it did. Ah. It needed to be said. <laughs> so I'm I'm glad it was said. Um, but yeah, the the books. You know, I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned this, but the the books. Uh, so the book is by Mark Tufo, and all the books are to me they're they're the right blend of funny and and actually good. Like the action is good, the funny is good. And but there's a, also a good amount of like um, I guess emotion I'll say or I won't say drama maybe there is some drama but I'll just say like you know hits you in the feels you know what I mean mm-hmm. right so, in the feels yep so I like it I like it um really though I'm waiting for the next zombie Fallout book what are you on to like fifteen now. I think the last one I read was nine. So waiting for waiting for number ten. Once number mm-hmm. ten comes out, that's gonna be a good one. I can feel it. You can feel it in your bones. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we talk about some video games? Absolutely. So James, I know. Um, Last week I asked if we could talk about Elite Dangerous. Mm-hmm. So let's hear it. What's the deal? Let's summarize. Exactly. Okay, so Elite Dangerous is a few things. Uh, first of all, it came out. It came on the scene just about the same time as Star Citizen. It launched way before Star Citizen. Like I think 2014 is when it first officially launched. Mm-hmm. 20, uh, yeah, late 2014 is when it first officially launched. Um, it launched with all the same specs as Star Citizen, minus the ability to get out of your ship and, and walk around and mm-hmm. see your character. Um, so kind of like EVE, except... Um, so you actually control the ship? Yeah, you actually control the ship. It's more like there's there's six degrees of freedom and fighter combat. It's very similar to Star Citizen. You can interact with the economy and change things. And like a job that you see on your job board will be on the job board for everybody. It's also mapped out on on our galaxy. So the so Earth is there. Um, Alpha Centauri, that cluster is there. All those, you know, all these, all these places that you would expect to see in our outside of our solar system and outside of the Sol system, excuse me, is is there. Um, 
so they've added a few things since then. Um, they, they've got something here called Power Play. I haven't heard anything about that. If it's what I think it is, it's something similar to what Eve added re- very in the last, like, four years, which is basically, like, the ability to interact with static power power groups. Uh, so, like, power brokers or, like, allegiance. You make an allegiance with this group, and, you know, you can get rewards and things for them for doing jobs for them and being loyal to them. But they're a static entity within the game. It's not, like, a player organization or something like that. Um, hmm. they do have player organizations and all that stuff. I mean, it's just like Star Citizen, they, basically. Um, I would say the, the graphics aren't as nice, but they're pretty good. The ships aren't, uh, there's not, is not as varied. And where Star Citizen kind of takes the extra step to be like, oh, let's make a style guide for this manufacturer. And this is what this manufacturer stuff looks like. They haven't really done that. They've kind of just made a bunch of ships, but their ships are all they all look cool. They're all different, you know, and they all function. They all do what they're supposed to do. So I don't have beef with that. Um, they just came out with something called CQC, which is like uh, close quarters combat. Which that's basically their version of Arena Commander. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's like it's like a arcade shooter that you can get in with your ship and just battle with other people. And fly around all these crazy obstacles and all that kinds of crazy horse shit. It's pretty cool stuff. Um, they added in, just recently, they added uh, Horizons. Okay? So, the problem with Horizons is, to get Horizons, you had to buy... You had to pay basically pay for the game again. Okay? If you spend $60 on a game and they were like... Now, this is a new thing that we all just... I guess people are just now accepting that game companies are going to make them pay each time for new DLC. But um, it's fairly new to me, and I don't, I'm not going to pay for any DLC. If I paid $60 for a game, don't bring me features that should have been in the game on release a year later because it took you that much longer to finish them and then say you got to pay $60 for them again. You know, Of course, people did it, and the DLC added planetary landings. It added some, plan- some new functionality as far as like... Uh, there's things to go look at as far as like alien stuff. An alien life form was found in there in Horizons, like about mm, three months after it came out. the The alien life form was just a rock. <laughs> it was like a it was like some kind of vibrating rock that changed colors, but it was very interesting, and everybody went to go see it. Um, and it's part of the overall mystery of the elite elite dangerous universe. And I think so. I think if you're a play, if you like Illy Dangerous, there's gonna be more to come. Like there's gonna be a lot more to see and do, and more to come in the future. As far as that game's concerned, they're they're constantly iterating and trying to change things. I don't like the fact that they make you pay for stuff. Uh, that I don't like. Um, it's something Star Citizen's promised to never do. <laughs> um, <laughs> as far as DLC, like they've they've said there won't be any paid DLC, and so far there hasn't been. So, right. um, but there hasn't been a game. So of course there's no DLC yet. Uh, they're going to add they're going to basically they're going along the path of like Eve almost where they're adding in they're going to add uh the ability to do multi crew in your ships hmm. they're going to add a mission system i don't know what that's going to do um that's in their season 1 have they done that yet or they're maybe they're changing the mission system so that's not, I don't know if that's really a gameplay mechanic that you really care about, but um, they're going to add, you're going to be able to change your, make your character, and you'll be able to do multi-crew and then ship-launched fighters, 
Um, planetary landings, which is coming very soon, if not if it's not in already. Looting and crafting, that's basic modification to your ship. Um, so there's, there's there's lots of things going on in this game. I mean, the, the, the thing about Elite Dangerous is out. You know what I mean? Uh, I've seen people play it. I don't really like it. I'm not interested in it. And the thing is, there's nobody nobody's playing it. Um, or I shouldn't say that. People are playing it, but it doesn't... When it when you're in the universe, it doesn't look like there's people playing it. Like if you watch the videos of people playing, it looks like nothing's happening. There are some NPC players going around doing things, but there's not like Star Citizen where the NPC players are acting on the economy. You know, um, they're just kind of like backfiller doing stuff in the background, whatever. Because you don't see there's no there's no interaction as far as like on the ground seeing a player walk around. So all you're seeing is a ship moving through space that you can you can't interact 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 with. Now there are like NPC like if you're a pi if you're playing a pirate role, there are NPCs that you can like kinda tackle and take down there, but otherwise it's you know it, it's it's like it's very much like Star Citizen. And Star Citizen's very much like it. They came out right around the same time. Both the guys who made it are British. Well, uh, that was actually sort of some news to me. I always, I've never played Elite Dangerous myself, but just from all the clips, I assumed it was basically just a space battle dogfight game. I didn't, I didn't realize there was, you know, any kind of economy or anything like that. Oh yeah, it has, it has. A, I mean, your your things you do can impact the uh, economy overall. Which is cool. I mean, if you, I mean, and I don't think any any of you guys are. I'm barely familiar with it, but like freelancer. If you're familiar with freelancer, freelancer is like you know 1996 version of Star Citizen. It was like Chris Roberts' baby, and it you know had huge feature creep, and it came out only after some company took it over. So, um, but that game had an economy and had all these things and all this kind of stuff, and it was in 1996. So this is, like, very similar to that. Uh, it's like a full... It's a full world. It's pretty cool. You know? Well, there's this... Well, this game, Elite Dangerous, is... Apparently, there have been other games that came before it. Yeah, this is a sequel. In the to, same uh, series. Elite. Yeah, Elite. Yeah, the first game, right, exactly, was called Elite which was released in 1984, apparently. Mm-hmm. Jesus, that's a hell of a sequel. <clears throat> well, this this current one, let's see, what does it say? This is the fourth game in the Elite video game series. Oh, the, okay. the last one, though, was released. It was called Frontier First Encounters. It would, that one was released in 1995. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. 20 years. We're back, bitches. Well, you know what? I think the problem Well, this is- one was also um, a, kick- a Kickstarter one. This new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the problem is that these games, space games, seem to have their ebb and flow. Like, in the 90s, there's huge interest in this. With Star Citizen, with, excuse me, um, the Wing Commander series, Freelancer, this one, um... All the elites. There's all kinds of like games that came out in that period. Descent, and now it's like we went through a period of not seeing any of that. It was like first person shooters and fighting games, you know, and racing games. Yeah. We never saw you never saw a space game. Like years went by and you wouldn't see a game about space. 
And then all of a sudden it was like Star Citizen, Elite Dangerous, bam, bam, bam. And now we're flooded with space games. Space Engineers. Yeah, Space Engineers. Um, uh, the new Aliens re- Aliens rehash that came out last year based on the first Aliens movie, which is awesome. Hmm. Um, yeah, Michael, you might actually like that. It, that game reminds me of... Uh, the the game that the main character in Ready Player One plays when he plays through war games. Mm-hmm. So basically, basically you do that, but it, you do it in uh, you do it in the universe of aliens and the main. So like you see stuff like where they say, "Okay, Jenkins, go downstairs and do whatever," and you'll go with Jenkins downstairs to do whatever. You know. So you'll, like you'll see that kind of stuff, and they and they have the they brought all the original actors back to do voice acting and stuff. It's pretty amazing, honestly. It looks pretty cool. Your computer could play that, dude. You should definitely pick that up. It's about it's from last year, but it's a really nice game. And they actually completely go through and redo. They like complete do a complete mock up of the ship that mm-hmm. that uh, Ripley's on, so you can walk around the ship and everything. It looks so cool, man. My God. Hmm. What's it called? Um, I'll tell you one second here. Oh, it's an alien game, right? It's alien something. Yeah. Alien Isolation? That's it. Oh, it's not that... N- well, Alien Isolation is not that new. Yeah, it was a year old, two years old. October 2014. There you go. Publisher, Sega. It's a great Sega. Mm hmm. It's a great game, though. Alien Isolation. It's for Windows, Linux, OS X, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Wow. Okay. Cool. Alien Isolation, huh? Yeah. Totally worth picking up. Have to see if they have that on the old Steam, which apparently they do not. Excellent. Oh wow! It looks like they've added crafting. Oh no, they do. They do. <clears throat> James, what's the other space game you bought three copies of? Uh, <laughs> Shadow Horizon. Shadow that's Horizon. What it was. <laughs> yeah, and actually, I was looking in there, and I have I have two gifts <laughs> from I guess from one from you and one from Michael, <laughs> where you guys gave me gift keys for that or something. <laughs> Hmm. Um, yeah, that was probably the last big, well, I don't know, that's the last one I remember, but Shadow Horizon is great, man, if you haven't, haven't played it, shoot me a message, I have some keys. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a, oh, there's a video, so there's a video in the show notes, if you go to the show notes, uh, actually the first link is a video, YouTube video, and the second link is their page with this, explaining the season pass system. Um... For, for Lee Dangerous. It's a cool game. I mean, I definitely wouldn't tell you not to pick it up. There's another game that I'm really interested in. It's called Infinite Infinite Battle Space. Uh, hold on, I can find the link again. Infinite Sadness? Infinite, yeah, in, Infinity Battle Space. So this game's kind of cool. I saw some gameplay of this. It looked pretty cool. And then there's one Evan Sugma called Everspace. I did. I saw that. I didn't really necessarily like it. It looks to me like a too arcadey, and I have an arcadey game like this. But 
if it if Evan what Evan says is true, there's some mining aspect and things like that. That might be interesting. So, um, hell yeah. Some, there are a few really good space games out there. So I was gonna say, yeah, it looks like the space game uh, game is expanding. Yep, definitely. Huh. I'll put a link in the show notes to Infinity to Infinity Infinity, Infinity Battlescape and to uh, Everspace. Actually, if you click on the link, I have a link in the description in the show notes called Space Sim List. That list has both of those games in it for you guys to check out. Nice. Yep. So, James, regarding that uh, that list there, um, summarize. <laughs> okay. JK, JK. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, just a quick reminder. We have three, about three, no. Uh, yeah, about three months left on our... Um, on our wager of sorts. Three months and a week and a half. Something like that, yeah. December 21st, I believe, is the uh, the end date. I don't know how you two gentlemen are doing. Um, I won't ask too many questions. You know, if we have some trade secrets we want to keep, it's a kill-or-be-killed operation here, so, you know. <laughs> well, Evan, I'll ask you. How's, how goes it? Uh, um... He's like, not well, Michael. Not well. He ran into a couple speed bumps, you know, here and there and everywhere. No, it's going fine with me. I still haven't committed to a, uh, picked, rather, a workout program and started going to the gym, you know, four, five, six times a week. Um, I am eating fairly uh, low-carb, you could say. Mm -hmm. Probably, I'm... uh, I need to start weighing and actually keeping a log of everything I eat, but just by some guesswork, I'm probably under 50 a day, which is still fairly low. Not as low as I could be, so I'll have to work on that. Um, yeah, I did not get my 30-year warranty scale replaced yet. Still, still want to do that. Well, you better um, hurry before before there's still time. Yep. Yeah, you're cruising <laughs> up on the end there, man. What do you got, like, years left? <laughs> yeah, good old. I probably got I probably got a good 25 years left on that. All right, man. Hurry up. James, did you order one of those scales yet? No, man. I, uh, I, let me order one right now. So, um, <clears throat> I have. Nothing else to add there. Have you been to the health club? No. If you were listening, I said I had not made it to the gym. Thanks, bro, for caring. Heart you. Well, I meant like, you know, I meant just like go there, like just to like get on the machine you like and then leave. No. Not like work out. Like like the last year? (laughs) Yeah. The last year of membership fees? No, I haven't. You know, go there like you know, wearing sweatbands and mm-hmm. you got your workout shoes on and your. Yep, dude. So when uh, most of the time when I would go there, I'd go like Friday nights after work or something. So I'd get there around midnight, and even though it's twenty four hours, they lock the doors at midnight, and uh, there's someone, there's like one or two people 
sort of around the front desk area doing menial tasks. So you ring the doorbell, they buzz you in, they scan your card. And they're always like, all right, welcome. Uh, all right, have a great workout. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be out in like four minutes. Thanks. <laughs> nice. What's the name yeah. of your, uh, your, your health club there? Lifetime Fitness Collierville. Hmm. Fantastic amenities. Uh, a bit on the expensive side, but if I actually use everything they have, it's not bad. They have a pool? They have four pools. Wow. Are they all indoor? No. Two indoor, two outdoor. They have two very large hot tubs. You could probably fit like 40 people in each of them. Um, Mm. There's a probably a 20-person sauna. And this is all in the pool, in the indoor pool area. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, like, you know. Bikes, treadmills, stair climbers, all kinds of machines, and like 10, I think they have 10 squat racks there, you know, all kinds of free weights. So it is quite a nice facility. Uh, They also have two basketball courts, two full basketball courts. Hmm. Yeah. Because you know, ball is life. Yeah. All right. Well, good times. Maybe when I come down there uh, on my next scheduled trip, mm-hmm. I can at least take a gander with you mm-hmm. at this yep. very impressive facility. Yep. Next and first trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. Yep. Yep. Sure. That'll be good. Um, I have two links in the extra section. One that's talking about a, an important subject that I'm not well versed on that I encourage all our listeners to uh, research for themselves. And that is the Dakota oil pipeline, um, violating Indian lands because they think they can. Mm-hmm. Um, so some that's a subject some happening very near and dear to my heart. I'm sure. Yep, you are one sixteenth Cherokee or whatever. <laughs> uh, not not quite. Um, I know you're you're one you're one twelfth Mohawk. That's what it is. I love the title you put. Indian oil. Yeah. Yep. They're on our sacred burial grounds. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think you're a part of the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe, Mike. Not quite. Not quite. Not quite. So just, just close, but uh, close, but no cigar, huh? Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. So the some of the the companies responsible for building this Dakota pipeline um, went after a disputed piece of land before the government could do anything about it and uh it turns out there were some there was some sacred lands along with some burial grounds there and when the the indian tribes showed up to um to protest they were tear gassed and attacked with dogs yep attacked with dogs tear gassed by who by the 
the construction workers, I'll call them, or security of them. Yeah, the oil, basically the oil company or companies, whatever. It's like something out of a movie. uh Yeah, not the U.S. government. (sighs) Yeah, it's like that movie with, um, yeah, that guy on Deadly Ground. Yeah, I was about to say it's like Steven Seagal was there. That's what I was about to say. (laughs) I was like Steven Seagal. Oh my Cherokee grandmother, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I encourage anyone to uh, anyone listening to look that up. There's one pretty good link in the show notes here, but I'm sure there's a ton more uh, uh, a ton more information. I believe also one of the reporters who covered basically this whole thing was getting zero news coverage, maybe because it was on the weekend and over Labor Day. But um, I read uh, a short blurb that one of one newscaster who actually went to cover the event is now um, has an arrest warrant out for them. Don't know if it's related. Could be coincidental, but well, um, you, you, it's funny because sorry to interrupt you, but um, so I listen to Audible. You know, I have Audible, and I listen. Part of my Audible package is free uh, news, free summarized news from the New York Times. And uh, the New York Times is a highly liberal uh, paper, but some of the news and some of the op-ed stuff is pretty good. One of the news pieces that they covered was this whole thing, but it was approached strictly from the sake, oh, this pipeline is going to be in the river, near, too close to the river, and blah, blah, blah. They didn't say anything about what Evan's talking about, which is kind of mm-hmm. shocking. So there's, it's out, someone's talking about it, but they're doing a really piss poor job of relinquishing. Oh God! Excuse me. We're relaying what's really happening. You're right there, James. A micro heart attack. It's okay. Jer- jerky burps. Jerky burps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As the saying goes, there's three sides to every story: your side, their side, and the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Just uh, you know, some brown people being uh, being trampled on as always, you know. No, you know what the thing is, you're in North Dakota, man. You need to exercise those rights to uh, to uh, firearms. You know, you turn that thing into a fucking open firefight, especially if they're on your property. All right, I, I hate to say that, but it's the truth. You know, like Americans don't do enough of that. You know, like he's like all out warfare. I mean, that's the truth. That's how you do it, though, man. Fucking people coming to your land and they're coming into like place they're not supposed to be. Dude, you got to fucking go ham, man. That's how it is. You know, because these companies, you know they're going to bury it. They've been doing this for years. Like like look, let's let's not be naive here, man. These big corporations, this is what they do. They have they have big stakes in fucking like doing whatever they want, and they're going to do that. You know, they're going to execute. Like uh, we haven't even talked. No one I, I didn't put it in the show notes and I forgot about it. Fucking Apple and this whole tax evasion thing. Like they've been doing that for years. Everybody knows about it, and nobody's like, "Oh, that's wrong, Apple." <laughs> <laughs> we love your delicious iPhones. They're so tasty, but you know <laughs> what? What, what tax evasion thing, dude? They, they precisely you are you're part of the problem. Oh Jesus, you fucking fanboy! My God, I'm ordering seven Windows Seven phones, Windows phones to your house. <laughs> <laughs> you probably can. They probably cost a, a thirty cents each. No, I mean this is obviously we're sidetracking here from what's really important and further taking away from a really good news story that needs to be covered. But I mean a- Apple hasn't paid taxes. They basically have a dummy corporation set up in in in, in, in uh, Ireland. Small, yeah, a small town in Ireland that pays like that holds millions upon millions upon millions of their dollars 
And probably billions. Probably billions, yeah. And they paid less than five thousand dollars in tax and in like six or seven years or something like that. And now the EU's like, no, you have to pay us the tax. We want they they, they hit Apple up for like <laughs> several millions seven million dollars in taxes. And Apple's like, come on, bro. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fucked up, dude. I mean, these big corporations are just doing whatever they want, and they don't care. I mean, no, none of them. The thing is, one thing you have to remember with any product you love or corporation you're passionate about is their only obligation is to their stockholders, not to you, and not to you enjoying the product. That goes for video games. That goes for anything. You know. So, um, what oil, whatever. Yeah, just to be clear. Um, Apple isn't the only company doing this. No, it's not. Oh, no, 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 not at all. Every, every company that makes money is doing this somewhere. The only reason they like Ireland better than the Bahamas, which is one of the, one of the preferable tax shelters is the Bahamas doesn't have the, the infrastructure or the skill set to get them the educated staff and the, and the technical infrastructure that a place like Ireland would have. So they prefer Ireland. But because Ireland is Ireland, it's getting cracked down on hard by the EU. You know, because the EU's like, oh, you're fucking, <laughs> your mother country is leaving. We're going to get our money. You know, <laughs> we're going to start the proceedings, mm-hmm. you know, which they should. I mean, fuck, fuck Apple. You know, fuck all these other companies that are doing it. Everybody's doing it. It's wrong. You know, it's absolutely wrong. If I had a big company, I would do it knowing it's wrong, you know, because <laughs> mm. taxes suck. This decision sends a clear. So, anyway. Yeah. So that was actually uh, the article that I sort of wanted to summarize or skim over. The one I actually wanted to mention was uh, on August 31st, one of the large pharmaceutical companies known as Insys Therapeutics, they make, or one of the products they make is a sublingual version of fentanyl, which we briefly talked about in general last week, which uh, is... It is below human speech. Well, <laughs> sort of, yes. Um, when I was talking about the non-addictive uh, new type of opioid, BU08028. Oh my god. Um, I actually did not look that up. I remembered it from last week. Because it was so odd. There's no way we talked about that. Yes, we did. The, the opioid, the painkiller, where you dip monkey's tails in hot water. Did you blank out we that whole that. conversation? I don't. I don't recall that. Jesus. We okay. Well, anyways, um, fentanyl is a synthetic opioid, which is cheaper and up to fifty times uh, more powerful than heroin. And they want to keep selling it. So what? What Insist Therapeutics has done is donate five hundred million dollars to. Um, the team that is trying to prevent legalized marijuana in Arizona. So I don't know about any of their other contributions, you know, nationwide, but just in Arizona, they gave $500 million to try and stop legalization because marijuana could be used as a very cheap and effective painkiller, which would affect their stockholders and their bottom line. Yeah. They don't. They don't so care. It's all about money. Yeah, they don't care about drugs being bad or illegal or anything. They don't give a shit about that. That's the thing people have to realize. Like these companies do not give a shit about that. They care about their bottom line, and this is a great example of what we just talked about. 
Sorry, I know I just reiterated everything you just said, and I no, it's, and I just right. put just the right amount of inf- <laughs> just. <laughs> the fuck is going on? I can't believe you don't remember BU zero eight zero two eight. Why would I remember that, dude? We talked. Give about me it a like, reason to remember it. We <laughs> talked about it for like twenty minutes last week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Go listen to the episode or go look at the show notes from last week. It wasn't even in the extra section. Never. No, okay. No, I got you. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. So, Mike, you put a link in the extra section. It says uh, more coma information, I guess, what we were talking about earlier. Correct. About actually, you can be in a coma and still kind of walk around, make yourself a sandwich, take a shower. Mm-hmm. You know, go go to your daughter's recital, whatever. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, go to your high school reunion, be in a coma. Oh, there you go, James. That's probably a common occurrence. <laughs> um, one thing that I did find interesting: apparently, the guy, um, the nurses would find him, and he had pulled out everything that was like in him oh needles uh huh whatnot like all that all that stuff you know yeah his pull out game was strong ho 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 sexual innuendo hmm yep um James would you like to talk about your call of duty trailer and some Mattress Madness, or just make a quick mention and leave it to the to the listener to look for himself. Mattress uh, Madness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the Canile Love thing. So, yeah, the mattress thing, you leave it to yourself. Go ahead and take a look at that. That's just a funny little thing, and it's honestly in really bad taste. The oh, is, that. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a really bad taste um, for for 9-11. Uh, they're taking lots of flack for it, and it's probably going to be the probably going to be the end of their business for the foreseeable future um, a name change might do them might do them a name and location change might do them well um, or they could just put up one of those furniture store going out of business signs and leave it there for five years like every other furniture yeah, store yeah exactly there's a Parve- Parvesian carpets in <laughs> <laughs> Bethesda Maryland's been going out of business for like 19 years no that that actually did go out of business though <laughs> how long did it take them Michael uh, a while What's a while? A long while. I don't know. A year yeah. or two? <laughs> no, no. Many years. <laughs> if they went out of business, it's only because people got fed up with the whole, we're going out of business, come buy some shit. Okay, because that was their thing for years. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's what they'll do. But uh, let's talk really quick about Call of Duty. So the Call of Duty uh, multiplayer trailer is up there. I just post, I posted it up there. We missed this last week. Um, I, I missed it. Uh, it looks really cool. But it's too fast, and it's it's not really it's not going to be team based. This is I feel like they missed a great opportunity, or it's going to be team based. But you know, Call of Duty attracts a certain kind of people in the multiplayer, and those people play fast loner style, very hectic, not, zero communication style fast first person shooter, which is so not- it's for me. No, because you have you play team based play. Yeah, but fast and hectic, and yeah, I mean I communicate sometimes. No, but you know, at the level mostly through insults. at the level you play at, you know the people who you're playing with, you all are at Ooh, a certain level. Sliding. I could play this. Sorry, I'm watching the trailer. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
It's pretty cool. Um, and it has, you know, there's, put it this way, the age character has plus buffs and negatives that give them a certain edge, which is kind of nice. And they've, they, they've done a lot more of that compared to, so it almost seems like they're trying to compete with, uh, not Overdraw, what's it called? Outdraw? Overwatch? Overwatch. They're trying to compete mm-hmm. with Overwatch. And maybe it'll draw that crowd. I hope it does. You know, I hope that it, this can breathe new life into Call of Duty instead of being like relegated to something that's for, you know, people saying, yelling, like a 12 year old yelling uh, the N word while call, telling, you to, telling his mom to go make him a sandwich. You know? Yeah. Um, but one thing Call of Duty's always done well is the best fucking single player in the world, I think. And the graphics, I'm looking at some of the graphics and some of the single player. Um, their campaign and just six minutes of it, and it looks fucking amazing. It looks great. Um, the characters are beautiful. Everything, the everything's great. So um, I'll post that in here too for you guys to see. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty pleased. Anyone have any thoughts on that? Um, I won't spend sixty dollars on it if it's on sale. You know, for say forty, even though twenty dollars is not that much of a difference. You know. I could probably write that off in my uh, my my tax evasion scheme, um, but it looks pretty good. I did notice, you know, in at like thirty five seconds or something like that, um, they showed a mechanic where the character jumped and like slid across the ground yeah. in front of a destroyed wall. So that is very much like a physics uh, mechanic from Quake Four, which is called crouch sliding from two thousand and six or whenever maybe even earlier than that when that came out which basically lets you strafe jump get up speed and then crouch as you uh hit the ground from your last jump and fly around corners at the same speed you were mid-air which just led to faster gameplay like you didn't have to stop and walk around the corner you just like fly around it which is pretty cool so if they if this is actually like that then uh, it could definitely be a very fast game, which I like. See, I feel like I feel like Call of Duty, regardless of the player base and how nasty they are and how like horrible they are, I feel like Call of Duty is just missing that one little kind of that one little leap, that one little bit of magic that would make them the next Quake, because they always have really fast-paced gameplay, and uh, this game more than any others due to a lot of the buffs that characters get for being like an assaulter or a tank or this or that, um, seems to have like, like, oh, the guy builds who builds shields and the guy who carries a drone and the guy who like, has some teleport thing. And there was some dog thing. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy things going on in this, in this gameplay that looks pretty fucking amazing. So uh, it's the kind of thing where I might have to like make Michael buy it, go to his house, play it, and figure out if I like it or not. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like... I like myself, I like games like Battlefield. So Battlefield 1, I didn't think I'd like the period. I don't like period stuff, but after watching some of the, a lot of Battlefield gameplay and trying to download the beta and it's having it fail on me <laughs> to my dismay. Um, thank you, uh, Ubisoft um, mm-hmm. and Origin. But uh, Origin. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, but yeah, so because of those kind of failures, I didn't get to play it, but Man, it looks so great. And it has that one thing Battlefield's really good at is like the sniper gameplay, giving you like this when you shoot someone with a sniper rifle, it feels so gratifying. It feels like, uh, you know, like you feel like a pro sniper 
to me, Battle Call of Duty's always been too small, too truncated an environment to really snipe and have a good time at it. Someone like Evan might love it. I don't know because it's because like you like you're really like moving. And there's a lot happening. You can't stay still in plot and scheme. You have to kind of keep moving and keep acting. Um, yeah, so. I like the I like that factor. Um, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but in general, you are a close quarters combat fan. Um, with airsoft. With airsoft, yeah. Maybe not. You know, I guess it doesn't translate to video games. With airsoft, sure. But because airsoft have been full control. Yeah. With, with airsoft, you can go in there and just fucking. Make motherfuckers wet. It's a great. So take that mindset into this game. I didn't know you Now, I think wet. a smart move. That's <laughs> <laughs> PCP. That's right. <laughs> that's that's going to be our, our team name. That's right. I saw um, I saw a clip from that movie the other day. They, it's, I guess it's a meme with um, Denzel. Yeah, it is. What? Where he's just there in the car like smoking a cigarette. He's like, he's like, my N-word. You know? Oh yeah, he says that too. <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh so a very smart thing for them to do would be to put this on like a Steam free play weekend. They'd probably get a lot more sales with that if they let people try it. Which game? Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Is it all I mean this video is from a week ago. That's such a ridiculous name for a game. What, Infinite Warfare? Infinite Warfare. The warfare is infinite. <laughs> yeah. It just goes on forever. Yeah. Okay. Like, great. So, when... I want to take that idea and explain to you something that I've been meaning to, to talk to you about soon. Me? But, yes. Okay. Um, and, you know, it, it'll be good information. Um, do you know when this game comes out, James? Uh very soon. It's supposed to be, they said September, so maybe probably September, October sometime. They said September okay. back in January, so probably okay. sometime <laughs> around now. So Christmas. Uh, yeah, probably. Maybe. Okay. So, infinite. Our universe is infinite, right? Oh, boy. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> I, you know, and I was pretty, I was pretty pleased with how, how I thought this up the other day. I've, uh, Mike, you have been asking me how to use Reddit. I, that is correct. Okay. So think of Reddit like our universe. So with search capabilities. So in our universe, if we find, well, one, one fairly plausible theory is we think the universe is infinite. So if we find, you know, uh, Everything that has happened has happened infinite number of times everywhere else, right? Up until this very second. So if we find a black hole and if we go through the black hole, there's a very plausible chance that that leads to another universe with its own infinite number of black holes, which lead to their own infinite number of universes and so on. Okay. Right. So Reddit is like the universe. So if you go to the front page, you're in our galaxy. You click around here and there, you find a subreddit you like. Reading through the comments of some of those subreddits, you will find other Redditors link to other subreddits that you didn't know about. So a universe, a black hole within a black hole, something like that. Hmm. 
So Reddit can be as vast as you want it to be. Um, if you want to make it simple, you can click on stuff like Today I Fucked Up or Shower Thoughts. You know, you got some comedy there. But if there's a subject matter that you're interested in, the best way to find a Reddit page is go to Google and type in Reddit space R because the slash R is a subreddit, mm-hmm. but you don't have to type a slash. So type Reddit space R space mustard and you'll find a mustard subreddit. Hmm. And you can go from there. You find your own black holes, find your way through Look, the galaxy. You just made it valuable to him. <laughs> right? Just teach Michael the syntax and he's good to go. <laughs> A computer fucking nerd to the end, man. Give me the syntax or it doesn't exist. Yeah. What's the syntax? Sir, would you like a car wash? Syntax, motherfucker, syntax. <laughs> How do it work? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Oh, my God. So that's the, the infinite and universe and how I thought to explain Reddit to you. Um there it is. I see. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. For a second there, I thought you were going to go off and, uh, you know, and do, explain it a la Tim and Eric. That's what I thought. Which, uh, I was kind of, no, I, wish I was kind I, of afraid I, of that. I was like, ah, oh, shit, here we go. You know, but, um, <laughs> no, I, I couldn't just pull that out of a, pull that out of a black hole, you know? Uh huh. Um, so, uh, I'm going to interrupt you guys in your valuable conversation real quick. Evan, I posted a link in the description uh, uh, in our chat, and it's not the mm-hmm. other thing. This is mostly for Evan, but uh, I want him to see this and kind of give me his thoughts. Um, basically, if you look in the first 44 seconds of that video, it's a 15-minute long video, but look in the first 44 seconds, you're going to see um, some weird jumping, some that sliding thing you're talking about, and then wall running, which I mm-hmm. think would, emit, would would interest you thoroughly. Yes. I'm waiting for it. Uh, what the hell? Do they turn off gravity? It looks like that when they die, the gravity, they get, their gravity gets, the, they're probably using grav boots or something. There's no gravity in this space or something like that, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I figured. Okay. The game comes out November 4th, just so you yeah. guys know. November 4th, nice. there you go. So yeah, that, it's, it's kind of crouch sliding. more. Watch the wall running. I think it's coming up after they catch this point. Okay. Oh yeah, I see him. Yeah, there you go. It's fairly prolonged. So for the crouch sliding, I sort of view that more like a. Uh, I don't know if you you know have to crouch while you do it, but it's almost like a dash from Unreal Tournament, where you can double tap a button and you'll you won't just sort of strafe right. You'll kind of jump right. Yeah. Or have a boost like that. That's what it kind of looked like to me. And as for the wall running. They've had that in Titanfall, and um, I think uh, you know probably a couple other games. But usually, it's just for a couple steps, and you, maybe you can like jump onto. Oh, it was also in Warso. This um, seems like all the characters can do it. Actually, yeah. Just from looking here, it seems like a lot of them are doing it. Can Can and, you and, scuttle? Yes. Ha ha. <laughs> oh wait. So wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> The Silver Ships book, the last uh-huh. two books, there's an alien race that they find called the Sui Sui, and they're crabs. 
they're crabs and dude they it's like when the when the fucking sweet sweet communicate it's like literally like us oh, like he raised his his he raised his his claws and he clacked he clacked at me and whistled and warbled it's like <laughs> And I was like, every time I hear it, I just died, yo. I was like, oh, you two fucking guys. And fucking, uh, what's it called? And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, Zoidberg. And dude, it's Why like, not Zoidberg? Dude, there's one scene with the, in the book where the guy gets down on his knees and he said, I put my hands, my fingers to my palms and rub my hands against his, his claws and whistled and warbled with it. Like, <laughs> I was like, Christ. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, yeah. that's, that's worth listening pretty, to. Pretty good. <laughs> this is pretty good, honestly. That little portion of it is pretty good. So sorry. Continue, Evan. I'm sorry. Nice. No, I would say it's it's wall running and wall jumping's been in uh and wall dashing and stuff's been in a few games. It's usually not for more than a couple steps. Yeah. This kind of looked like they could stay up there for a little while, maybe five or six steps. But um, just from the first you know two minutes or something. That's, you know, that's my kind of gameplay. So, I might be sold on the game. Yeah, it looks pretty interesting. So, worth definitely fast paced. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably, I'll probably, if Michael doesn't get it, I'll probably buy it just because I like playing through the game. Um, and I'll probably play the multiplayer, but uh, it's it's normally too, I'm too slow <laughs> to play this game well, but I will definitely play through the game when it comes out, just because they have the, honestly the best single player hands down that I've ever seen. So, all right, that's all I had. I'm sorry. I know okay. we were uh, rambling about very various things, but that's all I want to talk about. Well, good. Uh, I think we're all done. Anything else you guys want to mention before Mike takes us out? To Chuck E. Cheese. Can't wait to go. <laughs> I got nothing else. Let's close let's let's close up shop. Oh, oh wait, Mike, let me Mike. let me rant about something really quickly. Okay. So and Mike dropped out of Zencaster, by the way, so we will close the show out. Yeah, we'll close the show out. Get fucked, Mike. Um <laughs> Okay, so I bought a wallet from Wally. Um the wallets weren't released until like uh late this summer. And it's a special wallet that knows when you leave it. It alerts your phone when you've left it. It alerts your phone when you've left your your uh, your credit card. It alerts your phone when you leave your keys somewhere. So it's really cool. I thought this was like the thing that's going to change my life. And it still has not arrived yet. I'm really pissed about it. <laughs> the company is very unresponsive. And so I'm just complaining <laughs> to let you guys know, don't go buy a wallet from Wally. And also, I checked the reviews of the people who've gotten them, and they're like, oh, it's very buggy and crap. I wish I hadn't spent my money on this. So, uh, lessons learned. Don't buy things on Indiegogo. <laughs> or your cash will Indiegogo. Oh! We'll be Indiegogo gone. There you go. Oh! oh! So, as always, thank you all for listening. Um, audibletrial.com forward slash IOPanel. You can check out our website, iopanelpodcast.com. Under the social life header, we've got our RSS feed uh, for general purpose. We've got our uh, link to YouTube, or yeah, link to YouTube channel. Uh, I think we have like two videos up there, maybe just one. Um, RSS or uh, link to iTunes. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, at iopanelpodcasts. Um, for James, Michael, and myself, we bid you... Good day, sir.